Would you like to be incredibly disciplined, but you often have real difficulty following through on your habits, on your commitments, on your workouts, eating healthy, being productive, and you just want to be more consistent? In this video, I'm going to break down five practical tips so you can be incredibly disciplined. Let's jump right in. The first one is one that's called having a pre-commitment strategy. If it's not in a calendar, you won't do it. It's not real. So what you want to do is, at the end of the day, you want to assess and write down what you want to do the next day. Because when you write it down, you make it real. And you're more committed to actually doing the thing the next day. So you want to write down, okay, when do I do my workout? What do I want to have for lunch? What are the three major priorities I want to get done tomorrow? You want to write down the major things and give them a specific time slot in your calendar. Because the mistake we often do is we say, okay, I'm going to do my workout tomorrow. But you haven't defined when you're going to do your workout. You just said, I'm going to do it tomorrow. But then it's tomorrow morning and you feel tired and say, ah, now workout? No, 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 no. No, nuts, not the right time. And you say, I'm going to do it after work. But then you go to work, it's a hard day at work, you're stressed, you're exhausted. And now at the end of the day, guess what? You don't feel like doing your workout. I bet you know this problem already. So what we need to do is we need to make commitments the day before about what we're going to do. And then we need to follow through those commitments. And sometimes it's not going to be easy. And that's why secondly, you need to train yourself to make strategic decisions. 99% of people make emotional decisions. They say, okay, I don't feel like my, doing my workout, so I'm not doing it. I'm going to do it later. What we need to do is we need to train ourselves to make strategic decisions. It starts with making pre-commitments where you say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. The second thing you need to do is you need to follow through on your commitments. That's what successful people really do. That's what they do differently. That's why they rarely procrastinate. That's why they are often really fit. Because they said, I'm going to be fit and they follow through on their commitments. They make a plan and then they execute. If you have goals, but you don't have a plan and you don't execute, that goal is just a wish. That's just a desire. But that's not going to become real. The way to make a goal real is to have an actionable plan, a pre-commitment strategy, and to follow through on your commitments. That is so huge. And one thing successful people do is they build keystone habits. They build keystone habits. So there are a few habits in most successful people's lives that are crucial to their everyday performance. For some, it's waking up early. For some, it's doing their workout. For some, it's doing their meditation. For some, it's a nature walk every day for an hour. There are different habits we can practice, but every successful person has some few key habits that they practice regularly. And here's what they do. They take 66 days on average, according to science, that's how long it takes to install a new habit. They take that time and they focus on one new habit they could install. 
So maybe for the next 66 days, they say, okay, I'm going to focus entirely on waking up at 5 a.m. or on doing my workouts consistently. Most people, when they start their New Year's resolutions, here's what they do. They think, yeah, I have these 10 goals I want to achieve. Let's start all of them. I want to be fit. I want to be strong. I want to be successful. I want to be free. I want to be financially independent. Let me make progress on all of those right now. And they overwhelm themselves. They wear out their willpower. What successful people understand is you can focus on one thing, specifically hone that in, and then you automatize it. You systematize it. You do it automatically. It's something that you don't have to think about anymore. And then you can focus on the next thing. So you build upon success. This is so crucially important. And what you also need to understand is that your willpower is limited. It's not unlimited, what we often think. No, it is limited. Which means you need to simplify your life. You need to simplify your life. When you simplify your life and you have to make less decisions, your overall decision quality increases. So there's been a study done on Israeli judges and how likely they were to give prisoners parole. And what they found was fascinating. They found that in the morning, they were most likely to give parole. But as the morning progressed and the judges had to make more decisions, their decision quality decreased. They went back to their default. They went back to making the easy decisions. And you and I both know, making the easy decisions in our life, watching Netflix, binge eating or whatnot, that's not going to build our dream life. So they made worse decisions. Then throughout lunchtime, they recharged, refueled, renewed, and then they made better decisions. But as the afternoon progressed, the quality of their decisions decreased yet again. What does it tell us? Well, our willpower is not unlimited. So you want to reduce as much friction as possible. Think about this. Steve Jobs used to wear the same sweater every day. Every day, he'd wear the same sweater. Why? Because he didn't want to think about what he was going to wear the next day. He had better decisions to make. So he automated that thing. You can do the same. What are some decisions, some choices that you can automatize, that you can systematize? For example, instead of picking out your clothes in the morning and already using your willpower, why don't you do it in the evening? It takes a minute, but it makes your life easier tomorrow. It takes a bit of effort today, yes, but it makes your life tomorrow so much easier. So you want to simplify your life. And then, last key idea that I learned from Jim Collins, a famous business mentor, is that of a 20 mile march. And there's this fascinating story about two men in 19, I think, 11, who were trying to race to be the first to reach the South Pole. A specific point, I forgot what it was. And they started roughly about the same time, within days. And they had very different approaches. The one was up and down, up and down. On the good days, he and his team, they went like 60 miles. 
On the bad days, they didn't travel at all. Then there was the other guy in his team, and they were just consistently marching their 20 miles. They were just consistently meet, meeting their 20 miles threshold on most days. And at the end, the guy who went at 20 miles every day was reaching that point a month earlier, a month earlier than the guy who was up and down, up and down. And at the end, tragically, the other group actually died on the way back because they got into the, the, like the winter there. What does it tell us for us? Well, we need to set lower bounds and upper bounds. So let's take doing a workout, for example. On some days, you don't feel like doing a workout. You just don't. So what do you do? You meet a certain threshold. Maybe you say, okay, if I don't feel like my workout, I'm going to go to the gym, do a 10 minute workout and I'm out and it's totally fine. Or you say, okay, on those days I don't go to the gym, but at home I do a 20 minute yoga session. Now you meet a certain threshold and you keep momentum going. What most people do on the days where they really feel like crap, they stop entirely and momentum stops too. So it's harder to get back on the horse the next day. So this is huge. And then you have those days where you're super motivated. Maybe you don't have these days when it's time to go to the gym. Maybe you don't say, oh yeah, let me do a four hour workout. But I bet you had some of those days where I felt like, let's catch up at work. I have so much energy today. I feel on fire. Let me do more today because I can. But you're eating away tomorrow's energy. So you want to set an upper bound too. You want to set a boundary. You say, okay, if I feel on fire, I'm still going to do my one hour workout and that's it. You don't go over. Or you say, I'm only going to work eight hours a day, no matter how, like how I feel, no matter how much energy I have, no matter how long I could work. I mean, I could work 16 hours a day, but I don't because I know tomorrow I feel like absolute crap. So you want to set a lower bound and an upper bound. And if you're meeting for the first time, hi, I'm Yannick Notz, I'm a productivity coach. And if you like this video, smash like and subscribe down below. It's totally free. You can change your mind later, but you don't want to miss any of my future videos. Hit that notification bell too. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next video. But until then, make sure that you watch this video is going to serve you so tremendously and then live fully, live openly and be the leader of your life.